1: Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. It is Thursday morning. I hope you're all well wherever you're watching or listening to this episode of Inside Arsenal around the world. And I'm sure you are all OK, because last night was a very, very special night at the Arsenal. Four nil winners on their return to the Champions League after six long years. PSV blown away by Mikel Arteta's side in ridiculously stormy conditions in North London. What a night. We've been waiting so long a night like that and for it to come around at Arsenal to perform the way they did to score the goals the way they did it was just really really special and yeah I don't think we could have really asked for anything more could we I did wonder in the build-up to this you know about the players and the occasion and you know could PSV come here and catch them on the not on an off day but you know give them a bit of a sucker punch early on and suck the life out of the game and yeah, all that sort of all those negative thoughts were running through my mind in the build up to this one. Would Arsenal just get a little bit too caught up in the occasion? But they didn't, they fed off it and it was just a really vibrant, excellent night, um, which kind of showcased exactly what this young team that Mikel Arteta has built is all about. And and yeah, it was a fantastic return. Something I think even I don't know, going into it, if we were all kind of expecting or hoping for a, a really, really great night, I'm not sure any of us would have kind of cooled it the way it went. It was just everything went perfectly. It allowed Mikel to be able to make changes after 60 minutes to give everyone, you know, get minutes into players who hadn't played. No, Smith Rowe came on, for example, which was fantastic. That huge ovation he got. And with the game against Tottenham on Sunday... It just all went perfectly. Like I said, you could take off Jesus, you could take off Saka, you could take off Trossard, you could just give everyone a little bit of a breather. It wasn't that real high-intensity night because Arsenal got the job done in the first half. Just a fantastic, fantastic game. I mean, the first half was just really, really special to fly out of the blocks the way they did. Bakaya Saka scoring the first. Um, Leandro Trossard, what a player Trossard is, scoring the second. Gabriel Jesus, who was fantastic all night, Scoring the third, you know, PSV had no real answer. They did look a threat at times on the break, I thought, PSV. Um, but I didn't really test David Raya. As a couple of efforts that Raya comfortably saved. Um, But Arsenal were just so clinical in attack. From the moment that Saka scored that goal from Odegaard's shot that was sort of palmed out into his path and he scored that goal, they only look, really looked like being one winner. And the second goal was quality, the breakaway Um, by Saka, the perfect pass to finish from Trossard, absolute class then, Gabriel Jesus who thoroughly, thoroughly deserved his goal, could have scored before that, a couple of efforts saved but then the goal, the finish, the touch the touch at the start of the move that he actually a lot of people sort of glossed over and haven't really noticed, the bit of quality and technique that he showed at the start of that move was just fantastic and then the ball eventually got played out to Trossard, who took his time, picked Jesus out and then again the touch and the finish it was all perfect and It just gave Arsenal that room to be able to sort of cruise through the second half in second gear, really. They still, of course, went and added on another goal through Martin Odegaard, who else just a brilliant finish. There really can't be many attacking midfielders in world football now who's got the quality that Odegaard has in and around the penalty area when it comes to striking a football and his finishing. He just finds the bottom corner. His finishing is so, so good. You think of where he's come from, from where he arrived. When well, He was obviously a talented player, but we were all saying he needs to score more goals. He needs to be able to add more goals to his game, to what he's delivering now on a weekly basis, the type of goals he's scoring, the amount of goals he's scoring, the finishes. Yeah, this, he's just right up there in the very higher echelons of players in Europe right now, in terms of not just being a a quality playmaker, but being a goal-scoring midfielder as well. And he's still so young, which is the most exciting thing. It was a lovely, lovely finish from Odegaard to make it four. And that just put the gloss on what was a fantastic night for Arsenal. There's not much more you can really say when you describe it. I mean, it was a pretty dominant performance from Arteta's side, 18 shots, 12 for PSV. Like I said, they did have their moments PSV. I thought Arsenal, there were times maybe when they're a little bit open and PSV got at them down the sides, Created a couple of half opportunities that Raya comfortably dealt with. I mean, they had four shots on target. Arsenal had eight. Arsenal dominated possession as you would expect, 60% to 40 basically. Pass accuracy was higher. Um, it was just a it was just a really comfortable performance, and you could see what it meant to everyone afterwards, what it meant to everyone before, the noise, the atmosphere, the electricity, the anthem. A really, really special night. And and um, this is what Mikel Arteta had to say about it. It was a beautiful night, obviously, after such a long time. We wanted to produce the right performance to try to win the game. It was great to see the atmosphere, the Champions League music. Everyone was getting a bit emotional before it. And we showed, especially in both boxes today, we were exceptional. And that was the difference in the game, I think. He then asked about the fact that the Tottenham game is coming up on Sunday and how pleasing it was to be able to sort of score goals early and be able to save players. And he said, yes, well, we could manage the minutes of some of them, especially because of where they were coming from and with the national teams where they played a lot of minutes as well to give players minutes was fully deserved. I was really emotional when I saw the reception for Emil as well. He's a player that hasn't played much yet. To get the reception that he got was well-deserved. I'm so happy for him. And that was that was a really nice moment when Emil got got up and the whole crowd story was coming on. And it's just a huge cheer. And it just tells the story about um how you know how Emil is thought of by the Arsenal fans. You know, he is one of Arsenal. He is Arsenal. He's come through and you know that's why he gets the reception he deserves. And you know, I think it's also a very telling sign that Arsenal fans want to see. Uh, a fair bit more of Emil Smith-Rowe over the coming months. And hopefully, ooh, I thought the subs made a big difference in the second half. It breathed a new bit of life into Arsenal. I thought um, Rhys Nelson was really, really good when he came on. Emile Vieira, who just looks an absolutely different player. The difference in Fabio Vieira is unbelievable. The, you can just see how hungry he is. He wants the ball. He goes chasing the ball. And when you compare that to the final couple of months last season, when he was basically, in my view, hiding at times, on the pitch he didn't want the ball when he got it he was giving it away straight away he just wanted to get rid of it just clearly a player with zero confidence and now you look at him as soon as he comes on a pitch he wants to dictate things he wants to get involved and he wants to show his quality just looks a completely different player and that's fantastic to see um and yeah I thought all three of them again it was just a real sort of highlight it highlighted the strength and depth that Mikel's got and the ability he has now to put players on who can change the games and who can if players are tiring, can come on and breathe new life into a game. And I thought the subs did that really, really well yesterday. <laughs> Martin Odegaard, I mean, man of the match. you got his trophy. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see in there with his player of the match trophy. You can see on the right stats from Squawker that they put up in terms of his game by numbers 82 touches, a joint most, 64 passes completed, the most, 11 final third entries, the most, five duels won, three out of three take ons completed, three shots, three shots on target, two fouls one one goal next G of 0.31. Um, yeah, look at that. Three shots, three shots on target. You know, he's so clinical right now. And um, as I said, I just don't think there's much better player in in Europe, really, than Martin Odegaard in terms of his position and what he offers the team. He's just transforming over the well, he has transformed over the past 12 months into this real, real elite attacking midfielder. And he's still going to get better. And you know, when this new contract signed, which Hopefully it will be very pretty soon. Um, you know, it's just fantastic that Arsenal are gonna have a player like him added to Saka and Martinelli and everyone else just for years to come. And you know, they're gonna be they are the lifeblood of this new Arsenal team. To see them performing on the Champions League stage last night was really, really good. Martin Odegaard was speaking afterwards, said it was talking about how much was special. Um, occasion it was. said, we were really pumped, really eager to show a big performance. The atmosphere was unreal. These are the days you you dream about as a kid. I think it was a great start. And it was a great start. No one's going to get carried away. It's one win out of one. But as I said in yesterday's show, it was so important to start with a win because away games are so difficult in the Champions League. It's so hard to go away and win. Arsenal are going to have to go to Lons in the next game, who, although they're bottom of the French League right now, but they went to Sevilla yesterday and got a really good point. And the atmosphere at Lons, trust me, is going to be off the scale in that game. Their first game back in the Champions League for about 20 odd years. And, um, you know, their fans are crazy. It's so passionate over there all in there yellow and red and it's going to the atmosphere that night is going to be hostile to say the least it's going to be a really really difficult afternoon evening sorry for Arsenal so they needed to get off to a good start yesterday and to do that the way they did against the PSV side who hadn't lost a game this season I think they they hadn't lost in about 25 games in all competitions going into tomorrow uh, last night so you know there were no pushovers by any means so for Arsenal to blitz them like they did was really really impressive and You know, Martin Odegaard, absolutely front and central when it comes to all of that.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: I thought this would be, if you watch on YouTube, this is because I put a tweet out last night, saying "I night I will never forget. Champions League debut, Champions League goal, three points back where we belong. I thought it was so so fitting that Bukayo Saka scored the first goal for Arsenal back in the Champions League after so long out. Um, if I'd have if I could have picked one player to score the goal, it would have been Bukayo Saka because of what he represents to the, this Arsenal team. You know, this is a kid who, as a teenager, came through and basically picked this club up off its knees. Obviously, with the help of Mikel and everyone else who was sort of spearheading this revival that we've seen, but. In terms of the players' point of view, you know, Saka came in. Arteta turned to Saka and Smith Rowe when Arsenal were pretty much at rock bottom. You know, he trusted in them. He put them in the starting lineup and said, "Right, you're the players who are going to turn things around." And Saka more than anyone has done that, and has just flourished into this world superstar in front of our very eyes over the last three or four years. And so, for him, who's played such a huge role in getting Arsenal to where they are and turning things around. I thought it was so, so fitting that he scored that first goal last night. I couldn't have picked anyone better to get it. And, um, you know, he was quality again. I've been lots of talk about Saka this season. Is he playing well enough? You know, does he need a rest? But he's still producing week in, week out. Even... You go back to the last couple of games, like Everton, people said, oh, he didn't perform well. It was it Saka was who set up the winning goal for Leandro Trossard. It was also Saka that did really well to win the corner that led to that winning goal for Trossard. You go back to the Man United game, it was Saka who set up the goal for Declan Rice. Then last night, scored the first goal, set up the second goal for Trossard. You know, that's why, for me, he plays. When it, whenever he's fit, he plays. It's just, he's that good. And yes, it would be nice to have cover, You know, proper recognised cover. And I do think there is some in the squad, but... You know, when Saka's fit, he plays. He's that good. And I thought it was fantastic that he got that goal last night. Kai Havertz came in for Fabio Vieira. I talked myself out of it, didn't I? You saw it If you watched my show yesterday and I did my predicted 11 all week, I've been saying to myself, Havertz is going to start this one. And then the very last moment, I changed my mind and put Vieira in. And of course, Havertz side. Um, so I wasn't surprised at all by that. And I thought he played well, actually. I thought this was Havertz's best performance for Arsenal which was good. Um, Mikel Arteta was speaking about him afterwards. He said he was very connected today in the game. It's true that I asked him to play in two different roles in regards to the opponent's behaviours. He's so intelligent the way he does it. It's just finishing one or two actions that we had again, but it's coming and he's so willing to do it. Yeah, he had a chance in the first half, didn't he, that he actually worked well, showed good feet to get it onto his right foot, but then he blazed it over, just snatched at it a little bit, which is, a, again, a sign of a player who's struggling a little bit for confidence. But I thought his all-round performance was really, really good last night, whether it was being in that sort of number eight role where he was initially. And then when he went into, this, into the uh, sort of false nine role after Gabriel Jesus went off and you look at the, the play, you know, leading up to Odegaard's goals, Havertz absolutely essential to that really good run. I thought he linked up the play well. He's shown some really clever touches. He did a really nice ball into Jesus. almost uh, that Jesus put wide in the in the second half. And I think, I think last night would have done Havertz's confidence a lot of good. I still think Vieira starts against Tottenham. I, was, I wasn't surprised Havertz came in for the Champions League game, but I think but against Tottenham at the weekend, I think Fabio Vieira will come back into that team. But I do think that, um, yeah, it was a real confidence booster, hopefully, that for Kai Havertz. Definitely his best performance so far for Arsenal. And, you know, it, you could tell in the stadium, everyone was behind him. It's like the rubbish that you see spouted around. And obviously, I know there's loads of negativity on social media and I see all the comments about it. I You know, people send them to me all the time about, oh, why have Arsenal got Havertz, blah, blah, blah. But then you see some. Real ridiculous stuff in the media as well. I mean, I saw Stuart Robson did a piece or was speaking. I was on somewhere. I can't remember where it was. ESPN, I think, FC. And um, saying uh, the fans are booing him, which is utter rubbish. They're not, not. Not once has that happened this season. And last night, all the fans were behind him. You could tell they were desperate for him to score. They really were supporters of him. And that's what you need. And that's what he needs because he's a good player. He's got good qualities and he's still adjusting to life at Arsenal. But I thought that was a really positive performance for him yesterday and it will do him an awful lot of good. <laughs> okay, player ratings time now. Now, as you can imagine, he's going to be pretty good because it was a solid, solid performance all round from Arsenal. David Raya got the nod once again for Aaron Ramsdale. I thought Ramsdale being goal, but I was wrong. Uh, David Raya got the nod and it was a really positive performance from Raya. A couple of misplaced passes. Um, which I was surprised about, actually, because it's such a strong part of his game. His radar was a little bit off, I thought, in the second half in particular, but really comfortable. Any save he had to make, he saved it well. Just was really calm, really composed, dealt with everything really well that came into his box. On the whole, his passing was good. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a really good performance from from David Raya, uh, especially as all eyes would have been on him. It was a horrible night for the goalkeepers because it was biblical weather so much rain. I mean, he saw the first goal that Saka scored after their keeper spilled. Um, Martin Odegaard shot, but it was none of that from David Raya. He did everything really, really well in horrible conditions. Uh, so I gave David Ryan eight. Ben White was exceptional once again. Uh, he was booked and I was wondering if Mikel might take him off uh, pretty early in uh, after he got that yellow card. But he didn't, kept him on for a bit and uh, I thought he played really, really well, Ben White. So I gave him an eight. Saliba, absolutely brilliant. Uh, there was that point in that first half. Was it the first half? No, it was the second half where you, it looked like he actually made a bit of a mistake and might be letting the PSV guy in and then he just did that sort of step over, dropped his shoulder and he was just away and you the whole crowd was just like, Whoa! it was brilliant. It was Salibre at his very, very best and just a Rolls-Royce of a defender. What a defender he is. What a talent. Uh, so I gave him an eight. I thought Gabriel was really solid as well up against Luke de Jong who caused Arsenal a lot of problems, especially in the away game. Last season, really physical, really good in the air, and I thought Gabriel properly outmuscled him a lot, and it was a really good performance from him. So I okay, gave Gabriel Gabriel I gave an eight. Zinchenko I gave a seven, uh, solid performance from Zinchenko as well. Good, good display from him. Declan Rice excellent once again. Gave Declan Rice a seven. Kai Havertz seven for me. As I said, I thought it was a really positive performance from Kai. One of his, uh, well, not one of his. I think it was his best performance so far in an Arsenal shirt. Odegaard just an absolute joy just absolute joy uh, you, you can't really get many better performances from that uh, than that from a attacking midfielder from a captain he was just exceptional um so so good I don't know there's not really much more I can say about him he gets nine man of the match for me Gabriel Jesus pushed him close I thought Jesus was fantastic when he was on the pitch really really good deserved his goal took it really well um and so, yeah, he gets an eight for me and Trossard and Saka both get eights as well. Uh, Trossard, what a player, what a player. It's just like you lose Martinelli and you can bring in Leandro Trossard. It just shows the strength and depth that Arsenal have. So I thought, uh, yeah, really, really good. So, um, But Martin Odegaard gets my man in the match for me. The substitutes all came on. Smith Rowe, Tommy Asu, Jorginho, Vieira and Nelson. I thought they all did really, really well, actually. I mean, Jorginho came on and yeah, the game was won in midfield, but he did a couple of nice things. Smith Rowe and, Nelson, I thought, combined really well down the left-hand side and caused PSV lots and lots of problems. Both of them could really, I mean, they had sights a goal. I thought well, Reese Nelson was one opportunity. I was really surprised he didn't take a shot when he was played in well. But um, uh, obviously, he, I think it was Reese who set up the goal for um, Odegaard as well. The pair of them combining good strength from Smith-Rowe in the build-up to that. Uh, so, yeah, both of those two can get a seven. Tommy Astio, I thought, played well. He gets a seven. Um, Fabio Vieira 7 as well. I thought he was really bright when he came on. So it was just a really good all-round performance from Arsenal. It just felt so nice to be back, didn't it? To um to just have the Champions League music back, to have everyone celebrating. And um, it's just what it's just what it's all about, really, isn't it? I'm just gonna bring these pictures up again because they just feel really, really nice. It's just even before the game, when you saw the pictures and the videos of Arsenal with the Champions League badges. You know, it just felt right, didn't it? We've waited an awful long time. Everyone's waited an awful long time to be involved in the night like that again. Felt, felt absolutely brilliant to be back and to do it the way that Arsenal did and roll on the next group stage game in a couple of weeks. But now it's Tottenham on Sunday. Huge, huge game. North London derby. First of the season. Two sides unbeaten. Level on points. Four wins and a draw from their opening five games. Perfectly poised ahead of the first North London derby of the season. Right, myself and James Benj are going to be getting together a little bit later on today for Inside Arsenal Extra Time. It's a little bit later this uh, this week. It's on Thursday rather than Tuesday because James was delayed, as you would have all known on Tuesday, uh, delayed at the airport. So we had to push it back till Thursday after the game. So if you've got any questions for myself or for James, any qu- comments, opinions on what you've seen Um, in the Champions League or ahead of the game against Spurs at a weekend, please do send them in. If you're watching on YouTube, put them in the comments below and we'll try and get through some of those in today's show. So keep an eye out for that. should be uh, being published around sort of five o'clock, sort of 5.30 time later tonight. So keep your eyes peeled for Inside Arsenal. Extra time a little bit later. Thank you very much for watching, everyone. If you were at the game last night, I hope you've all dried out because that was crazy, crazy weather. Uh, And if you weren't and you've got it recorded, watch it again. Enjoy the goals. Soak it all up because Arsenal are back and they were back with a bang. Speak to you soon, everyone.
0: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.
1: Have a good day.